Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Man, we are broadcasting live from a strange place. Arthur. We ain't at home on this show. We're not at home. It's like we don't, we're playing our away game with a it's we're like, like a Laker. I just was gonna say <laughs> we got a Laker over here with us. Sometimes you gotta do the away game. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, man, we got we are blessed and honored enough to have Ari Spears on the show, bro. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's man, happening? Man, thank you for showing up for us, man. All love, baby. So love, man. Hey, and we in your Lions Den. We at the improv, This man. shit is double. Where you shit. perform, man. Yeah, see, it's nice to get out the yeah. house, man. It is. It feels good. <laughs> and I ain't been out the house, so this is great. Yeah. It feels good. There we go. Bro, we getting right to it. We in your element. When you see this stage, because you travel so much, you've been in the game. You've been making people laugh for so many. How many years? Uh, 30, man. 30 years. Yeah, man. Man, are you used to this? Does this still make you nervous, or do all you the time. all the time? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think when you're not nervous, there's something wrong. So, mm-hmm. you know, because you, no matter what, every time you get on stage, it's it's like a new woman. You know what I mean? Ooh. You're like a new woman, and you know, yeah, you get the jitters in the stomach. I like your <laughs> analogies. You got some dope analogies already. You want to you want to please <laughs> yeah. the woman. You want to yeah. please the crowd. Exactly. But you know, you 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 might do a good job, and you might come up short. So yeah. You know, there's always some nervousness. We know about all the good jobs. We know you're a dope stand-up comedian. Thank you, sir. When's the last time you bombed? Or have you ever bombed? Oh, no, certainly. Uh, (laughs) I told this story on my podcast. Uh, First time I ever did Madison Square Garden. Uh, Dope. This was when Def Jam first came out. So uh, this is when they started touring. And the explosion was huge. So on the tour, it was Bernie Mac, me, Bill Bellamy, oh. Adele Givens, Reggie McFadden. Mm-hmm. And on that particular show, Eddie Griffin did a guest spot and then Busta Rhymes performed. So, you know, in New York is my, my home turf. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Um, I remember, uh, and as I was telling this story, you know, once upon a time ago, I had this, this clip that went viral where I did the four rappers, Jay-Z, DMX, LL, and Snoop, rapping at a radio station. Yeah. And it, it went viral in like 16 million views. Oh, and I man. was telling that story how it came about, where the first time I tried to do it, you know, the bottom line is you got to respect the craft. Yeah. And you, you can't half-ass anything. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, because I knew I could do the impressions, mm-hmm. I didn't really give it the respect of writing the rhymes and yeah. really flushing it out. I just thought, man, I'm going to go on stage and wing it. Yeah. Wow. So I just I just tried to go on stage and freestyle. And I'm not a rapper. I can rap, <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. Yeah. If you know, if that's what you said. Yeah. So um, I put it out there, and it, it bombed horrifically. Uh, <laughs> and I remember when I was leaving the stage, there was these two brothers by the DJ booth as you leave the stage. And I remember one dude, and I don't know if he said it on purpose so I could hear it, he just, or he just happened to say it, and my timing caught it. But either way, as I was walking past him, he turned to his man and he was like, "He said, yo, that shit was garbage.'" <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 there's, listen, this is how lonely <laughs> bombing feels. Now my hotel <laughs> is up on like 54th Street. The garden is like 33rd. Now in in New York, you can get 15, 20 blocks in five minutes. It's just that's just the pace of New York. It's yeah. fast. So. And New York is busy. It's the city that don't sleep. That night, I walked back from the garden to my hotel, and it felt like I was I Am Legend. <laughs> Will Smith. I mean, it felt like there was no cars, <laughs> nobody in the city, no animals. That's I was right. the only one. <laughs> and as I was taking that walk back, and I don't know how old some of y'all are, but if you, like, I'm 45, so. I'm 43. Okay, so you might, you definitely will get this reference. But as I was walking, 
the only thing I heard in my head was the music from the Hulk with Bill Bixby. <laughs> oh walking God. on the highway and you hear that doom 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 doom. Yeah. Doom 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 doom. It was lonely. How old are you? I'm 30, 33. I can see it in your face. You, 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 I, you're I, lost. I, I, <laughs> but I, I want to connect. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, I tell you what. Just, I want to know another song. YouTube, YouTube, Hulk theme music, Hulk Bill Bixby. Theme. Okay. I or got just it. Hulk the, TV themes music. And that, <laughs> that song. Man, I just I felt lonely, and so yeah, I I've bombed, and and that's a hell of a way and a hell of a place to bomb when, the hey, garden. But when you bomb though, immediately you want to get back to work. Absolutely, like you want to make like that should never happen. You know what it's like? It's like uh, it's like a boxer who's thirty and oh and he finally loses a fight. Ooh. You want that next fight tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, because you yeah. want to you want to you want to get that shit up off you. Right. Yeah, you, you want the same crowd like man, bring want, the motherfuckers back. You want that stink <laughs> off of you. Man. So I couldn't wait to get back on stage. <laughs> um, but to come full circle, uh, and I actually performed at the Garden four times now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, my last that. time, uh, I did it with Tracy Morgan, and uh, oh, and I did, and I destroyed it. So I felt like okay. So you redeemed yourself. I yeah. redeemed myself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you were doing the Garden, you said four times. I remember right, when you right. said it the first time. It was like the first time I did the Garden. I was like, damn, that's some dope shit. Right. I can't even wait to be able to say something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But but listen, let me put it in perspective. Um, I didn't do it by myself. You know, each time course, it was with a crew of people. Yeah. Uh, now you know you big time when you do it by yourself. Right. And you sell it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was with me and some all stars. But I'll yeah. take that too. Yeah, but, hell yeah. yeah. For you to be involved with the all stars, that's that's top tier, bro. Like, yeah, none, none less. I, I didn't see, I didn't see footage of you performing, and Mad TV is fucking crazy. Yeah, Thank you, um, you know what? Like the funniest, the funniest uh, uh, movie, and I want to say this correct. If I'm incorrect, let me know. Don't, don't, man, don't fuck don't up, fuck bro. Look at Harry Spears on the show. You better not fuck it up. No, 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 you can fuck it up because this is because this is a a a a a Low budget black movie. <laughs> Out of sync? That's what it was. With LL. Uh, with LL. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. I see. I did not even want to yeah. fuck it up, but thank you. Thank yeah, you for yeah, allowing no, uh, good, I, I was like, <laughs> I, I watched you. that movie a few times when I was a kid, right, right. and I remember you in that shit. And yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Cortez is a little cautious on like how he asks questions now because George Wilborn <laughs> tore his ass up for like oh, 45 yeah. minutes straight. No, he, he tore him down the whole show. Well, I'm about to tear him up and, 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 t- and take his ass to go get a manicure. <laughs> <laughs> well, why this nigga persists on them long fingernails? Yo, just, oh shit! I kick some out. They, 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 motherfucker! They just don't stop growing. It's weird as shit. Nigga, I ever cut them. I keep biting them, man. <laughs> Fuck that! Go see Mei Ling, nigga. Don't get this nigga started. Anytime niggas slap my hands with them long fingernails, they cut the insides of my palms up, nigga. I thought oh that was just God. some Detroit shit, but okay. <laughs> Hey, man, I looked you up, man, and I saw a record that I'd never seen. They said that you're actually number two in episodes behind, what was it, Michael McMahon, Michael McDonald. Right. 198 episodes of Mad TV. Yeah, I mean, I, I was on there for eight years, so, yeah. uh, you know, what, whatever that means, you know Hilarious. what I mean? <laughs> but that was a long time. How was it with the cast and just being a part of Mad TV? Because that was huge, bro. It was great, man. Um, you know, the, the group I was in with, uh, Will Sasso, Nicole Sullivan, Deborah Wilson, um, uh, Frank Caliendo, uh, oh, Phil cool. Lamar, uh, Mo, Mo Collins, and Stephanie Weir. Yeah. It, 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 to, to me, it felt like we were the same version of, you know, uh, Belushi, Ackroyd, mm-hmm. Gilda Radner, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Chevy Chase, and, you know, the, just that, that group that was just – perfectly gelled together yeah. and when we were in rhythm 
we were a well-oiled machine, man. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and listen, I always say this, you know, obviously, you know, through the power of television and that medium, uh, it, it it allowed me to flex my creative muscles and gain some notoriety and some fame. Mm-hmm. So, so I, 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 it, it is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you always think about, to some extent, what if I was on SNL? Yeah. To me, mm. SNL was always the 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 NBA, yeah, and and, yeah. and and Mad TV felt more like the CBA, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and listen, great legendary players, Dr. J came out of the CBA, yep. So, you know, it's it was a respectable league, yeah. Um, but if if we being honest, uh, it wasn't SNL, man. And I had always dreamt about being on SNL. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's interesting how people look at things because for me. Mad TV was my SNL, like for my age group. And well, a, lo- a lot of people say that. And listen, I again, it it was the blessing and a curse because uh, anybody that watched Mad TV for a certain amount of time would tell you we were better than them, we were funnier than them, mm-hmm. but we still never got the respect from mm-hmm. the industry that they yeah. got. We I like it. I, never I got like how you the think. Look yeah. We should have got, and I think a lot of people. And even if you why take, do you think that was though? Do you have an opinion on that? Why do you I, think it was? Well, one, Fox didn't promote the show. You know, mm-hmm. we we had some of the biggest names in music mm-hmm. and 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 uh, and film credits mm-hmm. on. We had Susan Sarandon, we had Kathy Bates, yeah. we had Gwen Stefani, Jay Z, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Wu Tang, and they never promoted us. Like you would look on. NBC, and you could be watching daytime television, and you'll see a promo for this Saturday, such and such is coming. Yeah, Yeah. The only lead-in we had was the 11 o'clock news. So we came on at 11.30, so when the news was over at 11.30, they'd go, and we're signing off. Don't forget, Mad TV up next. So they gave us no promotion whatsoever. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When when, when you talk about, uh, like, did you come – did you come from a different background than everybody else that was on the show? Because most of the people that do SNL, they usually come from like what they call it, the Second City or like Chicago. Or, or, or Acme yeah. comedy. Um, you know, it, it's either one or the other. Either you have a background in stand-up or you have a background in, uh, in, in, in what you just said, yeah. sketch comedy troops. Right. You know, out of Chicago, the Groundlings, you know, Acme Theater, Second mm-hmm. City, you know, stuff like that. But no, I came strictly out of stand-up. That's what's up because a lot of people, a lot of people, even when they transition from stand up to, to 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 acting like this, yeah, like improv acting, like that's difficult. Like, yeah, listen, man, you know, people don't understand how hard sketches. Talk to them. You know, people think that just because you're funny on stage, it translates to, uh, translates to uh, sketch. Yep. Yeah. Because the thing with sketch is, you either know how to do original characters, mm-hmm. you know how to do good improv. Or you do impressions. Yep. And I could do a couple characters, whereas Michael McDonald, that was his thing. Yep. Yeah. But the reverse was I do a ton of impressions where Michael didn't really do any. Yeah. So it's either one or the other or both. And people think that again, just because you're funny on stage, that don't mean your improv skills is tight. Exactly. That don't mean exactly. you can come up with original characters. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you could do impressions. Mm-hmm. And this is when you look at both uh Dave Chappelle and Richard Pryor. And this is, to me, what they had in common. Neither one of those guys were impressionists. Mm-hmm. But their comedy was so good. They yeah. are so good, so quick-witted, that they could pull off a sketch show. And if you don't do no characters and impressions, and you can still pull off sketch, yeah. that's a testament <clears throat> to your stand-up. Man, talk, How talk. you think, yeah. yeah. I got to say this, man. First of all, impressions, I'm always jealous of people who can do that. Because <laughs> I like I don't have a talent like that, and I look at people like, that is so dope to be able to transform into all of these people. Right. All right, this is a two-part question. I read that you do 
54 impressions. I'm like, who the yeah, fuck no, counted them? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that shit is exaggerated. I went through all of them like, I ain't never seen them do this one. Right. But how did you find, how did you first find out that you could mimic people's voices? And, and was it overwhelming when you started to be able to do so many? Well, my mother uh, is a jazz and blues singer. And I always tell people, you know, doing impressions is like having an ear for music. Because everybody's mm. voice is a note. It's mm-hmm. an inflection. It's a rhythm. Uh, it's a cadence. So when you can lock on to that note the way a singer can lock on to a note yeah. and hit the note, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of what it is. So I think some of it is hereditary because mm-hmm. my mother's a singer. So mm-hmm. in terms of music and an ear mm-hmm. for tone and inflection, uh, that's part of where mm-hmm. that comes from. Like, like for instance, with Shaq. Shaq is real bassy and breathy. You know, when I dominate in the brain, I get 28, 10, those my numbers. As long as I get 28, 10, I'm going to dominate. Oh, no, I'm going to brother, I'm going to dominate. I said, yeah, Dwight Howard's supposed to be in the post. You ain't supposed to be out there. Not that he did the eyes. He so, threw so, the so, eyes in there, too. That yeah. is so funny. No, we dope. got an impression so, so, on the show. Dude, so, what? So Shaq, what's up? Shaq's a little bit breathy. Uh, Paul Mooney is, is, is lower, but... Gravelly, all those niggas are real. I know why you niggas love that goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, you here, baby? It's what's in the batter. They put Aretha Franklin's ashes in the batter. That chicken got sold, nigga. Dude, that when is- that goddamn sandwich came out, I saw slaves come back for that guy. <laughs> I saw Sojourner Truth and niggas Frederick Douglass order two of them goddamn sandwiches. <laughs> you niggas are going crazy for that them white folks know how to get you niggas. Oh, oh my God. Two years from now, you niggas are going to find out you have mesothelioma. <laughs> <laughs> All of them goddamn sandwiches. Um, and oh then, and then God, you know, uh, a little bit of a higher register, but more nasally, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, Anthony Soprano. I don't, I don't mean it with Uncle Junior and Johnny Shack. I talk to Janish. This thing, this war that's going on with Uncle Junior and Johnny Shack. It's very bad for business. <laughs> I just want to be there for my kids, no matter what AJ. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just everybody's voice is just. Oh who's your favorite? God. Who's your favorite? Anytime I do somebody new, man. Anybody new? Yeah, who, who, you, who you got new right now in the bag? Well, Tony Soprano's okay, the newest one. Okay. That, that was the okay, newest one. I like that one. And Paul's the most fun to do. I like that one. Uh, because, again, and, 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 and no knock to. Like, there are some dudes who do great impressions. Yeah. But the jokes don't match the impression. That's a big and deal, the, too. And this is what, to me, made Eddie Murphy great. He could do an impression, but the joke that the impression was based around was super tight. Mm-hmm. Some dudes got great impressions, but they jokes a little watered down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. The premise and the concept is yeah. great, but the impression is not on point. Mm-hmm. So what I love about Paul is when I do it, people go, yo, you actually say shit that Paul would say. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I want you to set me up, because I did this okay. on the Karen Hunter show. Um, at one point I said, that chicken sandwich was tastier than Richard Pryor's son's ass. <laughs> and then and then the one girl on the show goes, God, I, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was going to come the way that it came. Say that to me. Okay, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know that it was going to come the way that it came. Neither did Richard's son. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that response is such a poor wow. thing to do. Yeah, exactly, you know exactly. What I'm so... Yeah, like I was, that's I was, I was. Somebody asked me if y'all don't know that fucking joke, y'all are missing the fuck out. Well, see, that's coming. your age range. That, 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 right. that just happened oh. recently. <laughs> I'm about to say I don't know that. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> that know, did some, just happen recently. Somebody asked me on my podcast how would Paul Mooney feel about the Django, and I was like, uh, 
that was a nigga's fantasy. <laughs> that niggas loved that goddamn movie because it was a sci-fi. That nigga, a, a nigga riding in on a white stallion, <laughs> whipping white men while wearing a purple brocade blouse. That was that was Star Wars meets Roots, nigga. Yo, <laughs> yo the joke within the set, dude. That's yes, crazy. that's what I'm saying, dog. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So that's that's what brings me, man. Look, I'm sorry. I'm, all I'm of this not, damn talent you displaying on here that brings me to one of my questions, and I've asked a few comedians on that we've had on the show. Why isn't Ari Spears like one of the biggest movie stars? I've been seeing you for the longest. Like we kind of grew up with you, even though, right. you know what I mean. Like we close in age range. It's like, bro, it's like you've been there forever. You've been if consistently you, if you, funny. If you go through some of my interviews through YouTube, be it Comedy Hype, Vlad, yeah. If you go through my Instagram and look at a lot of what I post. Yeah, uh, that answers that question. Ooh. Okay, uh, and, and listen, I'll take some blame for some things because you know Hollywood is all about sex appeal and image, mm -hmm. and you know sometimes when I hear them buffalo wings calling me or that lemon cake, uh, I'd run to that quicker than I do them weights. I'm with you, bro. And, and that cardio machine. I'm with you. Uh, so <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. Um, and then again, the other part of it is that you know I'm very. You know, power to the people. I'm very loud. I'm New York. I'm aggressive. I'm. I, yeah. I don't bite my tongue. And in a business uh, where that's frowned upon. Yeah. Uh, you know, you 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 lie in your bed. Is you it's your bed? You make it. You lie in it. Yeah. So you know. You know what? You know what makes me upset about like I, I'm I'm just gonna say it about a lot of black comedians or black people getting that that fame from Hollywood and shit like that. Um, it, it seems like it seems like we should be there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like they can make a movie about any fucking thing, right. about anything. And, and it will go to the movie theater. Well, I just, I speak. Not, it's funny. You mentioned that. I just saw this movie upon many requests and suggestions. Yo, you guys see this movie. I see this movie. I just finished watching um, American Skin. I know you were about to say that. I watched oh, it last night. I, yeah. I didn't watch it, but yeah. I didn't want to watch go it. Go ahead, brother. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm watching it, but halfway through it, I'm going, how's this going to end? Yeah. You know, because there's only one of two ways. Either he going to shoot the cop mm -hmm. or he not going to shoot the cop. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like I knew he wasn't going to do it. And while the movie definitely is a great movie, yeah. there's a lot going on in terms of discussions we need to have, mm -hmm. discussions we've already had, and all the plights and points mm -hmm. that ever needed to be made were made. So it yeah. was great from that standpoint. But at the <laughs> same time, I'm going um, – if he doesn't do what he set out to do, yeah. all of this is meaningless. Yeah. And, and and all of this repeats the same pattern of us mad, marching, praying, but at the end, mm, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's how it ended. That was the and, part and, I didn't and, get, but you know, I saw it coming. When they went in that hallway and they did this, and then you know what triggered well, me? Well, first of all, I didn't see that coming. What I saw coming was when he said, yeah, I just wanted to scare the cop, and I'll take whatever time they give me. Yeah. So I, I'm already disappointed because I'm going, so your son died, and now you're going to jail, yeah. and you didn't even do what you set out to do. Where was but the then, point? But then they kill him. Yeah. So now I'm going, damn, both you niggas is dead. Yeah. The cop, you know, still got away with it. Yeah. When that cop ran out and said, hey, don't shoot, he's coming out. I was like, they about right. to smoke. What's your name, sweetie? Bianca. Yeah, you know what it would be like for you, this term, this kind of disappointment. If a nigga's dick was huge okay. as a motherfucker. I've seen that. But he was two minutes long. 
Uh, the sex heat came in yeah. two minutes. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Okay. But I'm not a woman, so, so but, I, I can't. No, it's a major disappointment. <laughs> it's, it's upsetting. Okay. That hurts. Okay. I, I would think about that for a long time ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you wow. want so yeah, I, now no, that she's on this show is crazy. I haven't yeah. seen it, but that would upset me. Yeah, I just I just felt like they took the power out of the punch. And what was the point? You know what? I agree with that. I agree with you that. You know what I'm saying? It, like, like, it, it could have been more impactful at the movie. end. And my thing was, and I'm, I would never condone killing cops, mm-hmm. but this is a fictional story. Mm-hmm. So if we play in the fiction game, why not go why all the way? Why not go all the way? Yeah. <laughs> I already, yeah. Do you think they didn't do that because they felt like more people would feel that way and that would be something? Great question. Yeah. yeah. Great question because it, you almost are led to believe, of course, they felt they, they did that because people would feel that way. Of course. But we don't know for sure. <laughs> so let's find out. Yeah. I just look at it as it was a chance to make. It did make a strong statement, but it was just a chance to make like a super see, huge but, but, statement. But, but, and they just didn't but again, go there. Like I said, we, we, they didn't say anything that hadn't already been discussed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and then my other thing with it was, and I, and I said a post where I went, you know, between Birth of a Nation mm-hmm. and, That's what I was and that movie, mm-hmm. why is Nate Parker not? As these young kids say, let's give them his flowers now. Yeah. Because those two movies seem to have flown under the radar. And, of yeah. course, there are movies that we will see. Mm-hmm. But we already know this. Yeah. White folks need to see these yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. And it seems like unless these movies are put out there yeah. with the same passion and the same yeah. level yeah. of a Titanic or any other major movie, mm-hmm. you know, and, and listen, maybe white folks will see them, maybe they won't. Because, yeah. you know, truth scares white folks. <laughs> uh, and, and that look in the mirror scares white folks. Yeah. But for those who are brave enough or who are interested enough to really have these discussions yeah. and make change, mm-hmm. they need to, those movies need to be accessible Definitely. to them. Because I always get into debates with white people about race, and you know they tell me everything they want to tell me in a defensive posture yeah. and about how we need to do this and what black people need to do. And I go, well, wait a minute. Did you see Selma? Did you see Birth of a Nation? Have you seen The Butler? Did you see Roots? Did you see the PBS yeah. six-part documentary, Eyes on the Prize, or MLK Still I Rise? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no to all of it. Yeah. So once again, you're speaking out of turn. Mm-hmm. You're speaking without the facts. You're speaking mm-hmm. without the things you need to have to make a rational and the right emotional decision yeah. so we can have that conversation. Exactly. That's why I'm not in movies. I was just about to say that. See, man, that's why. Scene. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> But I wouldn't tell you to turn it down at all because a lot of people don't, you know what I mean, they'll suppress that side of them just for success. And, and it's like it becomes noticeable after a while. Because it's like you in this position, you're like, bro, like you got an obligation. Some people don't feel like they have, like have an obligation, but I really do think people should kind of think along those lines. Once you get man. up there, you should be trying. Once, once, once you taste that <clears throat> milk and honey. Once you that success, yeah. that private jet you fly on, yeah. the mansions you live in, them cars mm. you drive, all the women want you. And for some niggas, you know, white women, <laughs> you know, that white powder, got that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then once you get a taste of all that, it's hard to go from lobster to fish sticks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll fit. <laughs> that is the truth, man. That is the truth. All right, man. All right, I got a couple things. Uh, 93 yeah. stu- 1993 stood out for me because that's when I moved from Chicago to here. Yeah. You had a good year in 93. It said you was a soul train in 93, and then it said, I don't remember this. I, ho- but- I, ho- I hosted Soul Train, and then I uh, performed on there, too. Because at one point, as Don Cornelius was getting older, uh, his health started to decline, so he started having celebrities oh. come host and yeah. you know, work the show. 
And the, yeah, another thing you did, you were on a different world. I don't remember the episode yeah, though. Yeah. You was tired on a different world. I looked it up. Yeah. I was oh, like, bro, that's no. some iconic shit though. You got that? In Vogue was the special musical guest on that episode. No shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, man. They that's dope, man. So it like, I remember that shit. I'm an old young veteran. You know. So let me say 30 years. Um, out of 30 years, I hear things that comedians love about comedy. Is there something that you dislike? Uh, like anything else, the politics. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. everything, there's politics and everything. So I'm not a fan of the politics. Um, you know, listen, when this shit is running right and when it's great, and, you know, I know it sounds cliche and corny to say it, but it's true. And you got a, a crowd that's loving you and eating out the palm of your hand. There's a rush that goes through you, similar to sex. But it just. <laughs> it, it, but at the same time, you know, when you're dealing with drunk motherfuckers, like I, I had a first here, uh, two nights in a row, back to back shows. Two of the most ignorant niggas I had to deal with in the crowd. And when it when it stops being fun, then it's a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I like it when it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know that's that's part of the territory. How'd you handle that? You gotta handle it. You know what I mean, it's like it's like going to prison, and you know you gotta keep them motherfuckers off your booty. You gotta shank the biggest nigga there early. Boom, you nigga. Yo, fat ass over here. Nip it in the bud quickly, nigga. Have you ever talked about somebody oh so gosh. bad that you had to apologize? Oh, dude, no, I've never apologized. Never apologize. Never, I would never. Okay, apologize. you probably ain't never say sorry, but did you like get him a drink or a drink on me or something? <laughs> He's no. a hell no. It's like, it ain't life scared, Cortez. That's your Damn. thing. No, Maybe because no. I live here. Only Cortez, let's have some motherfucker out there buying I got to cu- stay around these areas. I, I've, I've had, I've had uh, a woman throw a ketchup bottle at my face. Oh, at, shit. At the Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut. At that same Funny Bone, a dude wanted to stab me afterwards. I had two Damn. white chicks in Canada. Uh, one rushed the stage. <laughs> another one tried to throw a pitcher of beer at me. Oh, my God. Uh, in Columbia, South Carolina, a dude wanted to fight me. In Orlando, a dude wanted to fight me. So if you ain't got nobody trying to hurt you, you ain't doing this right. God no. damn. I was just about to say, you made me think about that. Recently, I saw Gary Owen. We had Gary Owen on the show, too. When he comes back, I got to ask him about this. He got rushed on stage by a dude with a gun. They showed it. Matter of fact, it's on his page. Is it really? new? It's new, like right. about three days ago. Like, and, and that's not the first time. About a month ago, something was going on with Gary Owen with a fan. I think somebody was like racial slurs or something like that. Right. But it was actually, they showed the video, dude was actually on the stage, then bodyguards rushed him off. Is there any fear when you travel? Cause I know you travel a lot. Do you ever think about like somebody rushing the stage or is that always, like? Always, always. Um, you know, and, and listen, you try to read the moment the best you can. Uh, uh, there was actually one moment uh, when I was in Indianapolis and it was a, a a black dude, his wife, and then his sister who was gay with her lover. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went in on the sister, and I mean immediately I could tell she was distraught. Like she looked like she's about to cry. Yeah. And the more emotional she got, her brother was getting madder and madder and madder. And it was the one time I felt like, all right, nigga, be careful. <laughs> this dude looked like he either wanted to, and he was literally sitting right near the stage, like two inches away. Yeah. And I said, this motherfucker is either going to try to rush the stage or he going to wait for me after the show. Because the look on his face was the same look them niggas had before they yelled, get your hand on my pocket. <laughs> Man. Like, nigga, it just, it didn't feel right. Y'all didn't catch that one neither. Y'all I slipped. Did. I said, no, you did. You slipped. posted about that. You posted a video hey, about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch them nails, nigga. That's right, sorry. Right. 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 Maybe we should do 
spear fingers next time. He said, pick that. <laughs> he said, pick that up. This thing over here killing it. I love it. I love it. Man, I watched, um, I watched, God damn it, I can't remember the name of the special last night. But I watched it, you were talking, you did a lot of racial jokes, and they were funny, but it's like, if you ever did them, and it was like, the crowd just didn't, like, they didn't feel like it that night, or they just like, bro, you know what I mean? How is it, how is the reception when you do do jokes like that? Well, black people don't, black people love it because they understand where I'm coming from, because mm-hmm. uh, we live this life, we live this reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only time it gets crazy is when the audience is predominantly white, mm-hmm. and there's a few black folks sprinkled about, because then there's an <laughs> uncomfortable you know what I mean? Like, like the white people don't want to offend the black people. Yeah, exactly. But the black people are, are like, you know, they scared because there's so many white folks. <laughs> yeah. But um, for the most part, you know, we live by the comic creed. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay. So you do what you do, baby. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I got, I got one before we get out of here. Then she's going to have to get, get the top yeah, I five. Get the stuff. But right quick, the movie I was actually talking about was yeah. Love Chronicles. When you in oh, the bathroom, nigga, yeah. that was shit. Me and my boys were watching that for years, nigga, over and over <laughs> again. We really thought our dick was gonna fall out yeah. one of these days. Hey, like listen, you had me scared. I do not know I, what the I fuck you talking about. Like what the? I, I just was happy because you know I got to do a love scene with Lisa. Lisa Ray, Ray yeah. Oh so, shit! Yeah. Y'all don't know who y'all Shout talking to, to right here, bro. Yeah, what man. Y'all know y'all That's talking to right here. Yo, it was called Love Chronicles. Yo, also my brother Chance is a big ass fan, man. He wanted me to tell you that he loved you, bro, and he wanted. He, he wanted chance. To, now you know yeah. damn well. He he he, he, he does he does our shirts. Does he does uh, he does he get uh, manicures? No, no. He, <laughs> maybe maybe he get manicures. He's a nigga, barber. Nigga, shit. You got a whole spoon on your thumb. <laughs> this what, nigga? You could eat cereal with your goddamn thumbs, nigga. Just scoop that shit up and hey. eat out that nail. Whole lines of cocaine. It's, like, it's asking about the other one. Give me the whole line. I was, sad. I was like, what the damn, fuck? I don't know man. what I was doing. Yeah, didn't you say something about loving your long nails for whatever reason? Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, put I, your I, hands I, down. The sorry. cameras are still Look, on. Real quick, I just. I know we I know we always save this for the end, but let me just do it now. Uh, for the people that are watching and listening, uh, Spears and Steinberg is my podcast. Check it out. It's available on all streaming platforms, Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Apple. Or you can hit me up in my Instagram under Aerie Spears with the blue verification check mark. Slide in my DMs, and I'll send you the links. Uh-oh. You can just uh, tell uh, when, uh, you're, when, you're, when you've been editing. You're right. Man, he knocked Season that out. Like, God damn. And we One sit up stroke. here and look like, uh, so what we want <laughs> Not to you, do, though. You good. You you good I'm at okay. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm You're not that good not, yet. No. Man, I watched some of your podcasts last night, man. So when y'all do, when y'all on the road, like y'all yeah. traveling, y'all do it all the time. Because I went and looked it up once was, a week. Yeah, yeah. I'm we, like, we, damn, how's he dropping episodes and he travel like that? Yeah, no, he my my my, uh, my feature comedian who travels with me. He's also my podcast partner. Okay. So everywhere we go, oh, we dope. just we oh. knock it out during the course of the weekend. Because I was looking at it because I know how hard it is to keep episodes up. Yeah, man. So I was like, how the fuck does he yeah, do that we, shit and we travel? Try, we trying to get that Joe Rogan money. Man, yeah. ain't we all? Yeah, yeah, we coming huh. too. We trying That's to. Bananas, <laughs> or if we all. We trying to. Okay, so I do have questions yes. to ask you. We ask all our guests. We need your top five. Yes. Movies. He been on these people's table. Funny movies. <laughs> Funny movies. This ain't ours. <laughs> so, so when they movies, whether it's no matter what the genre mixed in, or it's just funny movies. What? I thought we, we were going to stick. To funny yeah. movies, okay. being yeah. a comedian. Yeah. All right. So All right. I think we should do that, and right. then your top five comedians. So whichever one you want to do first. Let's do the movies. Okay. Um, Beverly Hills Cop Two. Okay, All right. that is one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Forty Eight Hours. Ooh, okay. big Eddie Murphy fan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, he was the hero. Um, Uptown Saturday Night mm. with Sidney Poitier. I and, know. And, okay. And, no, what you mean for, nigga? You know that ain't your age. <laughs> <laughs> but I. St- you but didn't I, even know the Hulk. 
But I studied. movies came before the Hulk, nigga. But I studied the goddamn movies, right. man. You hey, got hey. the fingernails that were in the movies. <laughs> Niggas, hurry niggas up, in the hurry movies up. wore nails like that. Oh, okay. I said uptown Saturday night. <laughs> All right, cut my nails. No, uh, no, no sweater, no nails. God damn. Oh, God damn. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. I'm getting stumped. Funny, funny, funny movies. Um, shit. I was going to say the, uh, no, let me not do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, God damn. Now, if that's one of your movies, no, no judgment zone. No, I was going to be very funny and dark. Ooh. Oh, oh I shit! Don't know. I kinda <laughs> if that's you, if that is you, you need to put it on. Yes. Yes. We need to know. We need to know who you really are through the this movies you watch. This is not a crowd pleasing list. Don't this talk about some crooked. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see who this nigga really I is. <laughs> um, I really want to. I, I, I said, "Beverly Hills Cop 2, 48 Hours, um, Uptown. Uptown, Saturday, Uptown Saturday, Night. Saturday Night." Um, God damn it! Oh shit! I don't want to just name the name. Okay, yeah, we can skip true. and go to comedians. Okay, you can come yeah. Back. Top five comedians: uh, the late great Patrice O'Neill, wow. uh, Dave Chappelle, yep. um, Eddie Murphy, okay. uh, Richard Pryor, knocking them out, man, uh, and uh, Ooh, Bill, is... Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Wh- who's That's the tie- second time who's, he made top five. Who's, yeah. who's, a, who's tied really for me with Tommy Davidson? Tommy Davidson. Tommy yes. Davidson. Tommy's a yes. beast on stage. He is An hilarious. Animal. Yeah, oh Tommy's God. a beast. Yeah. I don't, he does not get the respect he deserves. Yeah. Tommy Davidson. He's Shout funny. out to Tommy. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tommy. <laughs> oh, my God. I never heard that. We heard about Tony Rock. Like, somebody, who was that was raving about Tony Rock? Like, he went, I like. I forgot, but Tony Rock. Like, four crazy. hours straight. Like, <laughs> I, I, I prefer Tony over Chris, though. Yeah, like I you? Chris is brilliant, and I get his genius. Yeah, but from a make me guttural laugh standpoint, yeah, Tony does it for me, man. Yeah, All right, back to the movies. What you got? We got two more movies left. We got two more left. <laughs> you got to knock them out, man. Just knock them. Do you want to hear the list of everybody else? Yes, let me let me hear some because then I might be able to go. Yeah, no, no, but then I might be able to go. Yo, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so Michael Blackson had Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop, Friday, Next Friday, and Shallow Hal. Oh, everyone has oh, a, a, white, a white, a white movie. movie. Yeah, we all got to throw a white movie, your yeah. favorite I, I white like movie. A, I, like a lot, I like a lot of Ben Stiller shit. One oh, of the funniest scenes there you to go. me ever. Um, and, and, you know, when I go back to Uptown Saturday Night, let's do it again, the Sidney Poitier, Bill Cosby movies. Yeah. What was great about Sidney was for a guy not to be a comedian, it's hard to be a funny straight man. Because mm. the straight man's job is like what a joke. He's the setup, Cosby's the punchline. Yeah. You know? But to be a straight dude... And, and he, uh, another dude that makes me laugh, who who plays the perfect straight man, who's hilarious, is Jason Bateman. A lot wow. of Jason Bateman's movies mm-hmm. where he's yeah. oh, now it's coming to me. Vince Vaughn, wedding crashers movie like that, bro. Yeah. Oh, Jason Bateman, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. But yeah. let me get back to my, you know, this nigga Young. Everything is yeah, computer. Shit, <laughs> 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 who, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> niggas, niggas, our age had to go from memory. Exactly, we had to go off the dome. We were freestyling a long time. But, but, but this, th- there's a scene in the movie uh, "Along Came Polly." Okay, uh, with Jennifer Aniston <clears throat> and Ben Stiller. Yeah, and there's a scene where um, Ben Stiller and Philip Seymour Hoffman are at this like little party benefit banquet. Uh, yeah, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman goes, "Dude, I just." I just sharted. Yep. <laughs> and, and Ben Stiller goes, what? <laughs> I, I just sharted. He goes, I, I, I don't know what that is. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman goes, it's when you shit and you fart at the same time. <laughs> and then Ben Stiller takes a beat and then just goes, you're the most disgusting human being. <laughs> and the way he delivers that line with the pause, yeah. oh, fucking brilliant. Man. Yeah, bro. And I'm going to tell you, 
the nuances of comedy. Yeah. And, I, and I'm one of the dudes where I liken a lot of what we do and a lot of what I do to sports. Yeah. Because I feel it's different type of genre, but same thing, it's entertainment. Yeah. And I grew up in the 80s. Uh, and Mike Tyson was that dude. Mm-hmm. You, you, you remember the bitch. <laughs> no, Tyson is. I remember there. Mike. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike. That's all right, what, Mike. Is that yeah. yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so for me, um, Mike, I wanted to do my stage thing is I want to I be aggressive. I want to try yeah. to knock your head off in the first round. I love the aggression. I want to bow, bow. And every comic wants to do that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. sometimes the, the, it can be just as powerful when you pull it back, yeah, and yeah. the timing and the nuance and the pause yeah. can give you the same effect. That's like. So that's that's why in some of those movies, especially with uh, Vince Vaughn and I was about uh, to say ben Vince Vaughn Tyler, is so fucking man. They, they know how to how to play a nuance and 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 give it to you subtle sometimes, which is just as effective. So, yeah, yeah. Man. I know if you had on boxing glove, you probably cut right through the gloves. <laughs> Get to your rest of your list. You did all of that. Hey, you did all, all right. of that. Didn't even have right. two movies. Give, 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 give me some more examples. <laughs> You're like a black person, he gave you a whole history of like. Uh, give, me, give, me, give me some more. Give me some more. Give me, give me, give me some more. I'm 45, man. I'll be blanking out, nigga. We, we, gonna, we gonna give you that. Like, young player, let me school you on something right quick. Yeah. Um. So JJ Williams had um. Life. Williamson. 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 Sorry. Life. Sorry, JJ. Uh, sorry, JJ. <laughs> oh, um, life. Put life in there for me. Okay. Because, again, there's some subtleties in that that are hilarious. Oh, my God. You can still watch that and find something yeah. new 30 years Every later, bro. Time. And I got to pick So that's four. So let me give you a white one. Yeah. Uh, and, again, I think Vince Vaughn is hilarious. Uh, the, the Breakup. The breakup. Uh, with him okay. Uh, with him. You yeah. like some Jennifer Aniston? I didn't, I didn't watch that yeah, one though. Listen, hey, Jennifer Aniston like is funny though. Tell you something. If I was, if I was a white dude, <laughs> I would be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking good in Leprechaun. You see the fuck Leprechaun, nigga. Um, what's that movie? Horrible bosses. Horrible yeah, bosses. Yeah. When she was the dentist. When she licked the back of that nigga's neck, <laughs> dude. And and then she had on the lab coat with no <laughs> shirt underneath, and you could see the titty meat. You lost yeah. your mind. the coat, and I yeah. just went, boy. If I was white, huh? <laughs> I, hel- lo- I love my black women, but God damn. The hilarious part is that he just did, he, and he did, she was doing everything, and he was just like, no, right. I, yeah, I, I yeah, don't yeah, want to. Yeah. What is that dude's name that's in that movie, the one that was in the backseat when they was driving around, the one with the high voice? Like, I don't they, know his name, but I know who That motherfucker's about. hilarious, bro. God yeah. damn, man. Yeah. Oh, good movie. You know, a lot of those uh, Judd Apatow movies, man. Mm-hmm. Be fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, man. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Like, I have to throw one more question. If you could be anything else, not a comedian, something else, what would you be? What would oh, your profession a be? A singer. No, sir. Man, let me tell you something. I I, I watch regularly uh, Jamie Foxx when he did the special where he played on a piano and man. he had on the blue. Yeah. And he did the Mary Mary and mm-hmm. the Brady Bunch song. Mm-hmm. To man, you talk about. Listen, I, I'll ask you the question. Because we all know, you know, comedy is a natural aphrodisiac as well as music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both things get a woman wet. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what's sexier to you? A motherfucker make you laugh or a dude who can sing? Ooh, that's tough. That's that, question. For me, that's tough. <laughs> really? But pick one. Yes. Yes. You got to pick one. Yeah. Hurry up. No. Nope. Hurry up. She like, she like a nigga okay, ain't got to okay, do anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like him either way. Sing. Robert put a heartbeat in there. Singing, right? If he can sing good, that that does that. Oh shit, singing, singing. Huh. Okay, so let me ask y'all all a question. <laughs> if you a if you could only have one of these in life for your whole life, damn, music or comedy? 
I'm always gonna pick comedy, but I'm not. So I'm you'd not rather a, laugh, right, than music, right? Now remember, you can't fuck the jokes. I can't fuck the jokes. <laughs> Can I if fuck the jokes? If you do, your rhythm and stroke is gonna be <laughs> terrible, nigga. Can't gonna fuck be, the jokes. They're gonna be having sex listening to Richard Pryor and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's we would, hard. But yeah, we would just have comedy. to. I would go with comedy too, man. Comedy. Yeah, because you think if you if. You in a relationship and you could get more from singing. Like if you around the house singing, a person be like, "Oh yeah, that sounds good." Even though I'm mad at him. Right. But if you try to be funny, you like fuck you. You try to be funny. Well, and I, well you know what I'm mad. Minute, it wait works a minute, the worst way. Wait a minute. 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 It depends on how good you are. There you go. Yeah. I done joked the bitch out of mad. <laughs> but listen. There you go. But I, I think you could. There you go. I, I think you could sing more bitches out of out of madness. You can sing think about more of Madden. I don't know what depends, too. Like, if you'd ask me that question I in 91, I'd have chose music. Music really ain't shit was, right now. They, yeah. Especially <laughs> rap. If you'd ask me in 91, I'd be like, music, nigga. And Especially that, rap. That is, a, that, is a good, good, that is good that you said that, because back in the 90s, it would have been singing. Yeah. Now How old are you, sweetie? I'm 36. Yeah, I'm 45. Like, the 90s was me and my man's era. Like, we, we were... That was when everybody was at the apex of they, you know, they, they stardom. You're a movie star in your 20s. Well, the, the, <laughs> difference, the difference about me and Cortez is when it comes to, and Ron can contest to this, when it comes to things of, of that era, I grew up in a house. My aunt is 44, right? Uh -huh. And my cousin is 43. Right. So we had the black grandma. You know, mm -hmm. I'm at the house all the time, every day. My mom goes to work every day. So I grew up knowing certain things. So when Ron references things, I'm like, oh, yeah. I well, let that. me, I, and, and to your point, you know, uh, Dionne Warwick, Marvin Gaye, Al Green, a lot of those singers that were my parents' era wasn't my era. But growing up, it became yeah. mine. And, and yeah. I felt like that era and then my era in its prime was the best. I feel sorry for you, man. I know. I don't know what's going on. Y'all got little Uzi Vert with diamonds in the forehead. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, just with the diamond. Yeah, it's trash. Hey, man, I don't want you mad at us. Let me ask you one real quick question. We've had a few comedians on here, and they had rare Bernie Mac stories. And I heard you say his name. We got one from Gary. We got one from George Wilborn. Have you ever had an interaction with Bernie Mac? Well, again, remember I said that that first year of Def Jam, we all did like a little tour together. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I remember one of the first places we played was in Newark, New Jersey, and he was the host, and he brought me out, and, and just his energy and the love he showed you was just, it was phenomenal. I wish I could do a Bernie Mac. I can't do a Bernie Mac. Damn. All my Bernie Mac impressions are, you know, it's like when I do Schwarzenegger. It's more of a, a caricature. It's a yeah, I could do chopper. Yeah, so anytime I do Bernie, motherfucker, that's all I know how to do. Yo, that's dope. Do that I don't know. You got to work on Bernie. You got to work on Bernie, bro. You get Bernie, you gonna get up there all the way up. Make sure, make sure you put the little impressions at the at the thing. So yeah, one more time, y'all. Spears and Steinberg, the podcast available on all streaming platforms. Hit your boy on Instagram under the DM. I got you. Hey, man, I got to say this, man. I, I, man, we want to throw you some flowers, too, bro. I've watched you for so many years. I got a lot of respect for you, man. I think you're one yes. of the funniest guys out here, yes. and it was a big honor. I didn't know mm -hmm. if you – it was like, it was like, come up here and do it. Usually we got a studio over there. We've been getting people there. I was like, man, Eric Spears, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that I nigga just, say, I, meet me at his house. Well, that's know, where we I going. Just, I just be, you yeah. know, I, I be cautious as shit, nigga. You got to. Got yeah, to. yeah, yeah. So, listen, I know Christmas just passed. Mm -hmm. Uh this Christmas, if you could have what you'd like, what would you want if you wanted Ooh. a gift? Damn. 
Uh, Patrick Mahomes jersey. Now, when you tell me what you want, I'm going to tell you what I'd give you. <laughs> so, you said what now? A Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl jersey. I'd give you uh, uh, Super Bowl tickets <laughs> to the what? next game. And what would you want? Oh, God. Damn. Um, I should have conferred with my girl. Uh, <laughs> I no, conf- right, what do you want? Um, a laptop. Oh, yeah. I would get a better get a laptop. laptop? Yes. I would probably get you a big screen TV that okay. you could connect. This sounds like a comedy bit. Okay. What would you like, sir? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing? Nothing at all. Well, I'm get you some fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, was this the setup? <laughs> was this the yes. fucking setup? The whole fucking time. Fuck hey, man, we oh, had a dope time. That's why, that's, oh, why, that's why I started so with him great. first. <laughs> I want to take your mind off it. I, that I started with so him first. Great. Oh, shit. Hey, man, we had a dope time. Aries Spears in the building, Woo! y'all. Man, the legend. The legend. Thank you, sir. And thank a you fucking guys legend. for viewing us and watching us. Remember, Urban Absurdity, YouTube. Um, if you want to see our new content, just hit the bell, and it'll ring anytime we have new videos. Anyone else? Yep, what she said. We out of here. And, 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 and God damn it, subscribe to the fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to get them Joe Rogan numbers, nigga. Man, <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> <laughs>